Good evening and welcome to Saturday Bite Live. It's October 27th, 2018, and the Jose Sharks are swimming atop the Pacific Division with a 5-3-2 record. They are tied for fifth in the West after 10 games with 12 points. We'll recap this week of Sharks hockey with all the great details and stats, as well as looking ahead for what's coming up in the next week of Sharks hockey. And without a doubt, we're going to do the Shark Ages this week in Sharks history and finish off our Tale of Two Tanks, a two-part segment of the home of the sounds of Sharks. Without further ado, I am Aaron James Macias, and you are listening to Saturday Fight Live.
It is Halloween weekend here in the Bay Area. Of course, Halloween isn't for another four days. However, when the 31st falls on a weekday, you could be sure that everyone's going to go out on a Saturday night in costume. It's party time. <laughs> One of my favorite Halloween memories was at the Shark Tank. Now, again, it wasn't officially All Hallows Eve, October 31st, but nonetheless, but nonetheless, it was the spirit of Halloween that count. And if you haven't had the pleasure of going to an NHL game for a holiday such as Halloween or just any professional or, or not even professional, it could be a college sporting event during a Halloween game. Make sure you make that part of your bucket list. As a matter of fact, you'll have your opportunity to do so on the 30th. Sounds like Sharks will be home and they will be hosting. I believe it's the New York Islanders. Let me just double check to make sure that I'm not leading you astray. But yeah, the uh, Sounds like Sharks will have an October 30th game this season. Uh, one day before Halloween. That's a Tuesday. And yes, it is against the New York Rangers. When I went to an October 30th game, it was against division rivals Anaheim Ducks. I actually took my um, girlfriend. We were very early on in our relationship. We've been dating for eight years now. It's only been a year since we've been together when we went to this game. Or excuse me, it was within our first year that we're together when we went to this October 30th game. It was against the Anaheim Ducks, and I was dressed up as Freddy Krueger. I had one of those latex masks on that covers up the whole head, so all that appears are my eyes. I was a really big Freddy Krueger fan. But um, nonetheless, I was carrying around a sign that said, Ducks Worst Nightmare. So Freddy Krueger in a Sharks jersey, if you will. I also had in parentheses underneath that, Drew Remenda lookalike. For those of you who remember Drew Remenda, he was a longtime broadcaster alongside Randy Hahn for the Sounds of the Sharks, as well as one of the first members of the coaching staff for that 1991-92 inaugural season. Ah, oh, those are the days. My girlfriend actually, she's uh she's awesome. She actually had a pun. Um, Ryan Getzlaff was on the rink. Well, actually, we were sitting not too far away from the home and away bench, so that was pretty good seats. Usually when I go out to Sharks games, I like to sit like right there in the action, preferably the 101 section, but anywhere where, uh, anywhere in the arena where you're able to just, you know, chill and move your head slightly to the left and the right is ideal. So yeah, we had um, seats a couple rows back from the bench, and my girl is yelling out, Hey, gets laugh. Do you get laughs? <laughs> oh, one of my most memorable moments, uh, one of my favorite moments, honestly, at the tank. It was really cool because I was able to get on the uh, on the tube. We we're able to get on TV when Danny when Danny Heatley was having a post game interview. I still have the video. Maybe I'll share it on Twitter. But you can see me unmasking myself with the Freddy Krueger mask, taking that off and just, you know, screaming and join the Sharks victory. It was pretty awesome. What are your favorite 
Halloween memories? I would love to know, especially if they were spent until. Connect with me on Twitter at Saturday Bite. And let's let's have a till talk. Coming up in just a moment, we're gonna discuss the rink recap. We're gonna go into this past week of Sharks Hockey. Games eight, nine, and ten are now in the books. As mentioned earlier, the Sharks have a 5-3-2 record after 10. We are doing really well. We are doing really well with the um, with the standings right now in the Pacific Division. What I'm thinking is if the Sharks could continue to produce the way they have been, which they are tremendously outshooting their opponents, we may have a strong case to raise the cup this season. Of course, every year for every sports franchise is claimed to be the year. But honestly, the San Jose Sharks have been making moves where you know it's Stanley Cup or bust. And Eric Carlson, Evander Kane, and these big contract signings during the offseason is a testament to that saying, Stanley Cup or bust. I would love to see Los Tiburones raise Lord Stanley at the SAP Center. So hopefully, all these moves pay off. 12 points in 10 games doesn't seem like a big accomplishment. But if you see the way that these Sharks are playing these games... We, we are definitely um, glad to walk away at the points, especially, especially given the way we've been scrutinized for our power play. And there's a lot of media rumors. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because he's a new guy, Eric Carlson. But um, there's a lot of like people out there saying, oh, you know, Brett Burns and Carlson can't work with each other. And now the Mercury News just came out with an article about Vlasic and Carlson's compatibility. It's barely 10 games, ladies and gentlemen. The best defenseman in the NHL, the Norse Trophy winner, it's going to take him some time. You know, he's going to get an opportunity to play with all three lines, in my opinion. And the Sharks will eventually iron out these issues that are supposedly occurring according to uh, all the stories that you're hearing around the league all right speaking of stories around the league let's um let's talk about one of the earliest developments that just came out with the Tomas hurdle now for those of you who watched yesterday's game against the Carolina Hurricanes you may have noticed that Thomas Hurdle was missing for the third period. There's no clear indication as to why Hurdle missed the third period against Carolina, as it didn't seem he was injured during play. But Coach DeBoer stated 
that Hurdle has been dealing with and playing through something most of this season and suggests whatever this something is may have been re-aggravated. Whatever the case may be, we hope Ninja Hurdle has a speedy recovery. We're going to need this guy. You know, speaking of Anaheim Ducks, tomorrow the Sharks take on our division rival at the Honda Center. So we're going to have an opportunity to have some more Sunday hockey. Which for some of us in the Bay Area, that's more promising to look forward to than some of the other sports that have been going on. But we're not going to talk about the sports. We're just going to talk about hockey. Now, when we come back, we're going to do the re recap. We're going to take a look back at this past couple of games. We'll go into the stats. We'll go into the uh, results. And then later on, we'll follow up with the Shark Ages. So stay tuned. Enjoy this next hit, hand selected by hand selected, pardon me, by yours truly. And if you didn't hear in the last podcast, I tend to enjoy some tracks that I get exposure to from EA Sports NHL video game franchise. Besides being an award-winning video game, they also have a great soundtrack. So This song right here is going to be a tribute to what I just mentioned earlier. The desire to see the Sharks raise Lord Stanley Cup. Sit back and relax. Turn up the headphones. This next tune is brought to you by yours truly here in the South Bay. The helicopters with Bring It On Home on Saturday by Live. Touch. 
shark's organ sound right that right there was um actually taken from a game i attended with my beautiful spouse you could probably hear us chatting it up in the background that was actually against the new york islanders for the first los tiburones night we went out we had some jerseys snapchat had some fun filters if you're at the tank you're able to get the los tiburones the first year, last year's design. It, it was awesome. It was a really fun night. Unfortunately, the Salzy Sharks lost that game against the New York Islanders. But that's in the past. Let's talk about the present. Game 8 was here in San Jose against the New York Islanders for Los Tiburones night. Isn't that funny how history repeats itself? This time, the Sharks got the victory. Uh, the Sharks returned the favor to the Islanders, who shut out Los Tiburones in Brooklyn with a 4-1 beating. That is, the Sharks put a 4-1 beating on the New York Islanders. Uh, the tensions were high as a couple of fighting penalties and misconducts were earned by each team. But nonetheless, the Sharks got the victory. Goals delivered by Timo Meyer, Jonas Donskoy, Brett Burns, and Logan Couture. Uh, Donsko actually had a goal and assist, and Thomas Hurdle, Ninja Hurdle, had three assists. So, as we were mentioning earlier, um, Thomas Hurdle may be questionable for the next game. You can see how important he is, especially when it comes to scoring. Three assists against the New York Islanders, Game 8. Uh, New York Islanders continue to play the body like they did in the first meeting when the Sharks were on the road. Um, they laid 29 hits on the Sharks but unlike the last result we were able to prevail and um, we put 41 shots on the goal for that met the twine on the other end on the other side of the crease or the other end of the goal line if you will Martin Jones recorded a .96 save percentage by stopping 24 or 25 shots that leads us to the road trip again we went back to the east coast to Meet the Nashville Predators. Always loved the game against the Nashville Predators. As a matter of fact, I have a buddy from Nashville. We did a USA Hockey tournament here in San Jose. It was the Sled Hockey National Championships. And uh, it was a really, really awesome experience. So shout out. Shout out to the homie in Nashville. Sorry we had to do your team like that. <laughs> San, Jose San Jose achieved their first big comeback of the 2018-2019 season with a 5-4 win over the Nashville Predators. Sharks scored the Sharks scored three goals in the final eight minutes and 20 seconds of the third to erase a 4-2 deficit. Goals by Hurdle, Brendan Dillon, Joe Pavelski, and Burns in the third to complement Timo Meyer's first period tally earned the Sharks the victory in regulation against the current number one team in the NHL. Meyer had a goal and assist. Evander Kane registered two assists, setting up a game-winning goal with Eric Carlson to Burns, who had an assist as well to go along with the fifth goal of the game for the Sharks at 17 minutes and 8 seconds in the third period. And that's all she wrote. Sharks were able to win 5-4 and get two points rather than sharing 
a point with Prince by going into overtime. Uh, 32 shots on goal, two for four out of the power play, so we had 50%, two goals, uh, the five came on the man advantage. And this time we out hit Smashville with 20 hits. They were only able to put up 12. This leads us to uh, last night's game, game 10 of the season against the Carolina Hurricanes. Again on the road, uh, the Sharks fell in overtime, the shootout to be exact. Uh, before we go into those details, Peter DeBoer became the 11th active head coach to reach 750 regular season games. Uh, Auntie Sumuela, uh, Sumela, pardon me, gets his first NHL goal with a nice highlight reel move, backhand, a forehand across the crease, and put the Sharks on the board in the first period. Timo Meyer ended up lighting the lamp 96 seconds after to put the Sharks up 2-0. Unfortunately, the second period was owned by the Canes, who put up three goals. Uh, the first in just a minute and 12 seconds after the puck dropped for the second period. And uh, the following two goals answered Tomas Hurdle's fourth of the year. And uh, they end up tying it 3-3. Three three. In the shootout, the Sharks were not able to find the twine, and the Hurricanes put up one against Aaron Dell for the 4-3 shootout victory. Uh, the good news is the Sharks picked up a point. Uh, looking ahead, as I mentioned earlier, Sharks are taking on the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow for a beautiful Sunday afternoon game. And uh, they will return home against the New York Rangers on Tuesday, a day before Halloween. Joe Pavelski is three games away from 900 NHL games. Witness the milestone on November 1st against the Columbus Blue Jackets at the SAP Center. Puck drops at the tank Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Once again, you can connect with me on Twitter at Saturday Byte. I will be posting relevant stats during the games. And of course, don't forget to visit our website, saturdaybytelive.weebly.com. There you could find game highlights and recaps for the season going into preseason from September, as well as some awesome vintage San Jose Sharks film. We still have in the Sharks Ages that video that I shared in the last podcast episode for the first introduction, Cal Palace. I highly recommend all Sharks fans to check out that video. Well, speaking of Sharks history, when we come back from this next jam, another, another song that I got off of my uh, favorite NHL video game from EA Sports. Speaking of which, another reminder. There is a sweepstakes going on right now. You have an opportunity to win two signed jerseys, some game tickets, and a custom PlayStation 4. Custom as in it is decorated with the San Jose Sharks logo. It's awesome. You could find the link to the sweepstakes on my Twitter at Saturday Bite. All right, so we're going to play another song coming up from that um, video game playlist. This next jam is actually by The Beat Stakes. One of my favorites is called Atomic Love. It has a really cool sound to it. So um, sit back and relax. Turn up the volume or don't. I know sometimes I tend to uh, play my music loud. I can't help it. You know, I'm into... Um, 
I'm into some loud music, so <laughs> it is what it is. I apologize if I uh, maybe went a little strong with that last jam. I'll definitely adjust the volumes here in the studio in just a moment. But without further ado, let's get to the next track, Atomic Love by The Beat Stakes, right here on Saturday, Saturday Bite Live. yeah besides finding um you know unique perspectives and opinions about los tiburones here i also try to provide you guys some of the jams that you probably don't ex you know get exposure too often um i know the last couple of tracks were rap excuse me rock um uh, we'll also feature rack uh rack my goodness i can't talk anymore <laughs> rap rock country oldies instrumentals all right, enough of that. <clears throat> Halloween, of course, is around the corner, and uh, so is Star Wars Night. Now, Star Wars Night happens to be in November for Sounds of Sharks, but the reason why I mentioned both is because the NHL had just released a photo this week of their players, their high-profile players, at costume parties. It was pretty unique to see some of the NHL athletes off of the rink and 
outside enjoying themselves, socializing. Uh, what was very interesting is one of the last pictures on that post was of none other than Eric Carlson, the newest, latest shark to join the squad. Dressed up with his significant other as Han Solo and Princess Leia. With a twist, Carlson donned the iconic hairdo and played Princess Leia. Ain't that something? Uh, so I thought that was worth mentioning. If you haven't seen it, check it out on NHL's Instagram. Eric Carlson as Princess Leia. So costume parties and all the celebration is definitely in the air. It's party time. It's Saturday bite live and tonight i almost guarantee you you'll have <laughs> halloween costume parties and haunted houses all around the bay that was definitely one that i thought was kind of cool and unique i didn't see it coming eric carlson star wars costume and i thought it'd be you know pretty cool if we could maybe get that reenacted on star wars night coming up soon right here in uh, san jose only time will tell right if you haven't had an opportunity to get your tickets, I recommend doing them ASAP. They'll be handing out t-shirts. You'll have a choice to choose between your preferred side of the force, if I'm not mistaken. Hopefully they give you that choice, right? <laughs> um, they'll have Rebel and the Empire. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think last year they made the X-Wing as a t-shirt. Um, there's obviously details on Shark's webpage, so check it out. Uh, get your tickets on Ticketmaster or your preferred provider. Uh, Ticketmaster tends to be a good spot. You don't have to go through a whole mess of unnecessary fees. Or, you know, roll the dice and head to the actual Shark Tank. See what they got there at the box office. Honorable mention... The sounds of Barracuda are having themselves some throwback nights themselves where they're offering jerseys. Um, the Barracudas, of course, are the sounds of Sharks AHL affiliate. That's their farm team. And uh, it's the first time in the Sharks' history that they've had their AHL team here in their home city. In the past, it was always somewhere else. And with that being said, they're going to play... A tribute to all those past minor league teams by doing jersey nights throughout the whole season. You're going to have Cleveland Barons, I believe, is the first one to roll it off. But um, fast forward to one of their last jersey promo nights that I'm looking forward to. I think it's going to be awesome. They're having a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle night at the tank. The Sounds of Barracudas will be handing out Hockey jerseys styled as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, how awesome is that? How awesome is that? I mean, I don't know about, about you all out there, but I'm definitely a big fan of Turtle Power. <laughs> As a matter of fact, um, for those of you who remember the original motion picture film, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, back in the 90s, one of my favorite songs and one of the probably biggest hits or maybe one of the lost hits of the 90s was Turtle Power. 
if you have an if you have had an opportunity to expose yourself to this great gem, then I recommend checking out the film, the original, where they were not CGI characters. They were Jim Henson puppets. Really awesome. Um, you know what? Let's do it. In honor of that, and in honor of wishing Ninja Hurdle a speedy recovery, we will play that gem right here on Saturday by Live. Let's do it. Turtle power coming right up. And detectives are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious, so give me a quarter I was a witness, get me a reporter Call April O'Neil in on this case Hey, you better hurry up, there's no time to waste We need help like quick on the double Have pity on the city, man, it's in trouble We need heroes like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto, when there was danger They didn't say we'd be there in half an hour Cause they displayed turtle power Oh boy, all the nostalgia right here on Saturday Bite Live. That brings back some memories. That's Partners in Crime, by the way, with Turtle Power. Uh, one of the uh, songs on the official motion picture soundtracks of the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to hit the theaters. I loved that movie so much. You know what one of my favorite um, ads were of all time? And I won't say um, the name just you know, for any kind of copyright sakes, but... Um, the pizza commercial that they played on the home video, VHS. If you don't know what a VHS is, Google it. But um, yeah, that pizza commercial where they're talking about the baseball game. That's one of my favorite commercials as a kid leading up to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle film. All right. When we come back, we're going to wrap up Saturday Night Live with my favorite segment, The Shark Ages, where we'll review this week in Shark's history as well as wrap up part two of The Tale of Two Tanks. And we'll discuss some of the history of the current home of the San Jose Sharks in downtown San Jose. Right now dubbed the SAP Center.
Welcome back to Saturday Bite Live. I am your host, Aaron James Macias. We are at my favorite segment of the program, The Shark Ages, which is a look back at the most memorable players and moments in San Jose Sharks history. This week in Sharks history, on October 21st in the year 2000, Scott Thornton scores a goal in his 500th career NHL game. And Sharks rookies Mark Smith and Sean Hines scored their first career NHL NHL goal, excuse me, in a 5-3 win against the Nashville Predators. October 22nd, 1995, Ardis Urbe made 27 saves in a 1-1 tie against the Edmonton Oilers. A game that featured a third-period goal with 12 seconds left in regulation by Ulf Dalian. October 24th, year 2002. Rookie Jonathan Chichu scored his first NHL goal, which was the game winner in a 2-1 contest against the Nashville Predators. October 25th, 1991 is when it all began for the San Jose Sharks as they played their first game against the Buffalo Sabres. October 26, 2005. Nolan Schaefer became the second goalie in franchise history to win his NHL debut, first achieved by Artis Erbe. Schaefer won in overtime, 5-4 against the Dallas Stars, a game that also featured a first career NHL goal by Marcel Gotch. Anyone remember Marcel Gotch, man? He was, he was fired. He was a great centerman. Now, this day in Sharks history... October 27, 2001, Evgeny Nabokov earns his ninth career shutout in a 2-0 victory against the Columbus Blue Jackets. That shutout happened to also be the first ever shutout against the Blue Jackets in Sharks history. Now, to finish our tale of the two tanks, we are going to dive into the Shark Tank. Originally dubbed the San Jose Arena in 1991, the NHL granted an expansion team to San Jose and soon after construction began. The arena wasn't necessarily up to par. It wasn't suitable for the NHL. So the Sharks requested an upgrade, which would include luxury suites, a press box, and increased seating capacity. Well, the Sharks got their wish, and in 1993, the arena was officially complete. In 2001, the Sharks got their first corporate sponsor and became the compact center at San Jose. Just a year later, after HP Purchase Compact. It was renamed HP Pavilion at San Jose in 2002. Eventually, a few years later, 
the arena, the tank, got upgraded. Does anyone even remember that old school video board? I do. Or how the lights just used to light up in sections for Let's Go Sharks and that LED kind of like sharp, shark chomp. It was kind of like yellow lights. Anyways, while under the name HP Pavilion at San Jose, they had a LED video display system and um, they got improvements having the whole um, bowl. The rim of the bowl right there has that current LED screen all the way around 360. Looks lovely. And um, in June of 2013, it sounds like Sharks partnered up with SAP and the naming rights are now where they currently are to SAP Center at San Jose. It's a five-year deal that was worth $3.35 million a year. So, this would be the contract year for SAP Center. Any other names in the future? Only time will tell. But as, as of right now, the tank has only had four official names. The tank has also hosted a number of events outside of professional hockey. It, it has hosted NCAA Final Four tournaments. It has hosted the 47th National Hockey League All-Star Game. That was in 97 when Owen Owen scored his hat trick. Obviously, WWE and UFC events have been held at the tank, as well as games 3, 4, and 6 of the 2016 Stanley Cup Finals. The San Jose Arena has a hockey capacity of 17,562 fans. We're digging it. It officially opened September 7th of 1993. But once again, uh, ground was broken in June 28th of 1990. Uh, plans began for the arena well before the NHL arrived. With the San Jose Sharks coming to the Bay Area, though, it was definitely a plan to go for Mayor Tom McHenry. Um, so a lot of uh, history behind the San Jose Arena. Much etched in Sharks history, obviously. They hosted 25-plus seasons there. I personally love this place it's one of my favorite places in the world i keep telling people that you know i want to get married there one day <laughs> anyways um, the arena is a very special place a lot of awesome events have went down a lot of first for San Jose sharks histories obviously um western conference championship against the calgary flames for the first time in sharks history went down there as well as some other events. I mean, I believe they do uh, tennis tournaments there. I mean, I could just go on and on, but the point I'm trying to get at is the Shark Tank at San Jose is definitely one of the most memorable buildings in San Jose. If you have an opportunity to check it out, this would be the year to do so. Go watch hockey. 
You have San Jose Barracuda and the San Jose Sharks. As a matter of fact, I think I might be getting myself some tickets coming soon as well. Now, thank you all for listening and staying tuned throughout the whole program. You know, one of the best things to do is you should listen to this program during your morning commute. So you can get all your Sharks fix and some exposure to some of the tunes that we played here for our Till fans. And of course, join in the conversation. Join the Till Talk at Saturday Bite. Now it is time to say farewell till next weekend. I am Aaron James Macias. Thank you all for your support. Thank you all for your retweets and your love that is shared on the Twitter handle. And thank you to everyone who's visited the webpage. I'm all open for suggestions and I'm all open to featuring some of your questions. So I would like to hear from you out there. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. You could be right here in San Jose or you could be across the Pacific or the Atlantic. If you're a fan of Sharks hockey, I want to hear from you. So send your questions. Send some of the segments you may want to hear. Some of the things you want featured on this show. I'm all ears. And thank you for lending me yours throughout this podcast. You all have a great weekend. Stay safe on Halloween. Signing off from San Jose, California, the capital of Silicon Valley. Right here in the South Bay. I'm Aaron James. And you've been listening to Saturday Bite Life.